Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Who does Sean Hannity choose when diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews, and they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program, uh, and we'll get to your calls coming up. Uh, so we're still watching the, the final counting now going on. Almost every county now in Pennsylvania is at around 99%. Oz's lead is shrunk, but... The question is, will he hold on and win that Senate primary? We have extrapolated out. I mean, I've spent an exhaustive amount of time going county by county, looking at the percentages of votes that are out there, very minimal numbers of votes left. I mean, I think we got over 25,000 uh, out yesterday in. We got some in today, some favored Oz, some favored Dave McCormick. Uh, anyway, we've done a very deep dive, what I've concluded, and I know Matt Towery was on TV with me last night, and he's concluded if there's just not enough runway or votes out there that would be available that's going to change the outcome. Uh, I would assume then there's going to be a, a recount. The law actually requires it, I believe, at 0.5% difference. I mean, if this doesn't show you once again, we point it out every time it happens that every vote counts. Well, here we go again. Anyway, Matt Towery, insider advantage, pollster, attorney, syndicated columnist, Robert Cahaley, pollster. He is the head of the Trafalgar Group. Uh, to the credit of both of them, they told me before this race on this show, this is going to be a razor-thin, close race. They nailed it as usual, just like they said Republicans would lose the 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 runoff races in January of 2021. They told me that in November of 2020, after the election. Uh, just like they nailed the presidential elections in both 2016 and 2020, and they both act independently. I know they're friendly, but they're independent in terms of their own polling methodology. Uh, they seem to get it right where so many others seem to get it wrong. All right, so I've done my deep dive, Matt Towery. You were on TV last night. You gave your analysis. We have some updates today, but there does not seem to be a, enough outstanding votes, even if you extrapolate out the percentage of of difference let's say uh, a county's 95 percent uh reported and it's a it favors dave mccormick by say five even if you double the remaining votes which is somewhat tiny 
still Oz wins under any scenario that I've come up with, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm not. Well, one thing, Sean, is that we, we talked about last night. There's a difference between votes outstanding and Republican votes outstanding. And so in a lot of these counties, we're hearing, oh, there were so many thousands of votes outstanding. But when you called it down, there were just a smaller percentage of Republican votes outstanding, and that's gotten smaller since we talked last night. So these numbers are coming down bit by bit. Uh, there's not a huge military vote outstanding. We, we established that last night. You're not seeing it develop. It's around 1,000 votes that were requested, and some of those were Democratic. And so what we're down to now are a few remaining counties. Some are going to go Oz. Some are going to go McCormick. They may trend a little more McCormick because a few of the areas are a little heavier, but he did better. But there is not enough vote, based on everything I've seen, that can bring Dave McCormick up ahead of Oz or can take Oz to where he's trailing. At this point, I would say the, the floor for this race for Oz is like five to 600 votes. Uh, as a margin of victory, and maybe he could get a little higher than that. Um, he's come down a little bit overnight, but not that much. What's your take, Robert? I, I see it the same way. Uh, you know, we do have absentee ballots that are out. Uh, I believe they can have one of their postmark Tuesday, so that there may be some stuff coming back. You're talking about the military wearing. vote, right? Well, any absentees, if they okay, were marked gotcha. by a Tuesday postmark, postmark yeah. They they could get in next Tuesday. Now, I, I wouldn't expect that's going to be many because it's, it's just not a state where you have a, a tremendous effort on that. And most people who voted absentee actually voted very early, even before Trump's endorsement, which explains um, McCormick's strength in the absentees. So I don't think there'll be a lot, but we do probably should consider those as well. As we look at it, one thing that really stands out to me in this race, whether people voted uh, for Oz, who I endorse because I vetted him really hard. But if you look at Dr. Oz, Dave McCormick, and Kathy Barnett, who blames me for her loss. It's like uh, I did not take over her Twitter account, guys, just in case you, you thought that might have been a possibility. But if you look at it, fully 87, 88% of the Republican base went for candidates that proclaimed they were MAGA, they were America first. They were huge Trump supporters. I mean, that is a. How do we interpret that? What does that mean about Donald Trump's, I, I guess, popularity, not just in Pennsylvania, because we're seeing it anywhere, everywhere. He's 83 and 2 in terms of his endorsements. If Oz wins, it's 84 and 2. Um, what does that mean, Matt Tower? It sounds to me like this is Donald Trump's party. Oh, it's definitely still Donald Trump's party. Um, you may see a bump on the road in Georgia, which you can talk about in two minutes, but generally speaking, it's his party in every state. And every time we poll, Robert polls independently from me, we usually add, what's your favorable, unfavorable of Donald Trump? And all these states is running 70, 75, even 80. I mean, they, this, this man still owns the party. And he can attract crowds. He can get people out to vote. He gets attention like no one else can. And I think Robert would agree that when he's on a on a ballot against the Democrat, he pulls 10 million more votes than anyone else would. I mean, he's a magnet. Now, he may also attract additional votes on the other side. I don't think necessarily as many as we saw, uh, but that's today for another day. But but he is he is still the Republican Party, and people still want his endorsement very badly. Robert, what's your take on it? When you look at what what happened in Ohio, and you look at, at what happened. In Pennsylvania, you see it's just the vast majority of these voters are on his side. 
that the only times that you're seeing any kind of a Trump bump in the road is usually a problem with the candidate. You know, whether you're, whether you, and the media just exploits those and acts like, oh, this, this is a mixed record. I, I was enjoying watching yesterday how they, they said that, you know, Trump, Trump likely to win in Pennsylvania, uh, doesn't do as well in North Carolina. I'm like, did you miss that his candidate for U.S. Senate got 50 plus percent of the vote and he only needed 30? I mean, they're looking at Cawthorn as an example of a, a flawed candidate and they're trying to extrapolate the entire state of North Carolina. No. This is no question. Uh, I Trump's think there's strength. a question as to whether that was a full-throated endorsement when he Absolutely. said, well, I hope people can look past it and forgive him and understand he's going through a tough time. But I didn't hear the words, go vote Cawthorn. You're exactly right, Sean. And one of the points, if, if most people have ever seen a Trump endorsement, he usually finishes with a sentence of, this person has my complete and total endorsement. I didn't see that either. But the media would treat it as if that's exactly what happened. Well, it seems to me that it's very obvious now with the Club for Growth going into Ohio and what they did in the final days, sending millions and millions of dollars into Kathy Barnett's campaign, uh, because I think it was extremely dangerous. I came to the conclusion that Kathy Barnett in a general election, based on the very things she said and the things that she tweeted, it was so incendiary and there were so many incendiary things that she said that I didn't think she'd be electable because I know the Democrats, they would be pounding her every single solitary day. Uh, I think people would think she's she, she comes off to me as pretty extreme in her statements. And I just didn't think she had the ability to win a general election. And this seat is too darn important. Matt Towery. Well, I mean, Club for Growth wasn't by itself. I mean, there are plenty out there who have been scheming and working to try to take Trump down for various reasons, and we're seeing it play out in other states as well. Um, what was shocking was, and I want, to, I want to make one point here. You know, Oz got the endorsement of Trump relatively late in this ball game. What would it have been like had that endorsement come earlier, uh, before a lot of the votes were, were already you know baked in, um, and people had made their decisions? I don't know. But I think it showed his strength, because when he got into it, Oz zoomed up the charts. Now, I will say one other thing. Oz had a phenomenal amount of negative ads run against him. And to be able to withstand that. Forty-plus million dollars, Matt. That's a lot of money. I I looked at a lot of these ads, and I have no idea who paid for them all. A lot of super PAC money. And my conclusion was I don't even recognize the guy that I know. I mean, they were. it, it was so deceptive to me. If they did that to any of us, you'd want to crawl under the bed and hide. I mean, it just, it, you don't, it's impossible to withstand that. I've been in campaigns where they just barrage, and you drop quickly. Oz withstood it, A, because of Trump, and B, because Oz was a very skilled candidate. One of the most skilled candidates, by the way, I've seen in the last few decades. Uh, he's very, very good. And I think it's going to bode well for the chances in Pennsylvania when he wins the nomination, assuming he does. Uh, because he is the most electable and the most likely to be able to take on the Democrat, who is extreme left, as we know, uh, and, and and carry that state. You know, some people didn't like my statement, and, and I agree with you. It was William F. Buckley that said, you want the most conservative that can win. And that was my determination as it relates to Dr. Oz. I think a large part is, you know, you look at somebody's Q score in television. His like versus dislike is through the roof with every demographic. Robert Cahaley, that is not something to ignore. It's not. And another thing that 
when people talk about the part that, about Trump that really appealed to them, going back to 2016, it was this, he's a counterpuncher, that, that he knows how to hit back. And if you look at what the two, these two guys have in common, I'll actually I'll go ahead and add Ted Budd to this too, these people were attacked. J.D. Vance was attacked viciously as well as Oz, as Bud, and they counterpunched and, and came back. And, and I think that's, you know, what Trump is looking for, that what Republicans are looking for is no, not people that are going to crumble when somebody hits them with, you know, because they have a glass jaw, but people who know how to hit back and, and at the same time maintain that likability. And anybody who's seen a general election poll knows that Dr. Oz is a walkaway favorite, which is why he's a threat to the Democrats and so many so many Republicans. But their combined ability to counterpunch, I think, is a really important part of this. All right, quick break. More with our pollsters, Matt Towery and Robert Cahaley uh, next. Then we'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what do you think they'd say? Hi, this is Buck, this is Tom, this is Susie. Did you know that an unborn baby's heartbeat is already beating at three weeks? By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where preborn's network of clinics step in because the heartbeat is the voice of preborn, and you can share their voice in a big way. Every free ultrasound costs 28 bucks. They don't get a penny from the federal government. They need your help desperately. And that's why I bought them two 4D ultrasound machines because they desperately need the help. And they're helping moms with counseling and all sorts of ways. Just dial pound 250, pound 250, say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. You'll never regret helping to save a baby's life. Preborn.com slash Sean. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you'll get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company. Now, you get the same quality service that you get from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, uh, but you get it at half the cost. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. And guess what? There's no activation fees and no contract to sign. And they use the same cell towers and the f- same 5G network. Make the switch today. And if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. Anyway, this is a company that shares your values. They support our military and our veterans. And by the way, they don't advertise on fake news networks, thankfully. Go to the website, puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spa's technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. 
cannot tell you how much we love it. And you know what? We get it up and running all year long. But in the spring, the kids are even more excited to go out because it's not as cool to get there. It's got awesome LED lights. Anthony and I can use it for our shoulders and our aching joints. And the kids are jumping around and swimming. And they're swimming better than ever because it's a Michael Phelps swim spot. And they're learning. It's fantastic. 100% built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com. Put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust. Masterspas.com. All right, we continue our pollsters. Matt Towery, Robert Cahalia with us. We just had David Perdue on the on the show. Um and his polling, to be very frank, is pretty atrocious. Um, and it looks like Brian Kemp is, according to late one latest poll, at sixty percent. I don't. I'm not sure I buy that number. That seems like an outlier. Um, but more importantly, David Perdue is just not catching fire. Um, and I'm a little bewildered. Both of you are from Georgia, so you would know better than I. I lived there four years. I thought I knew a thing or two about Georgia politics. Things have changed quite a bit since I left 26 years ago. But uh, Matt Towery, um, I, I don't even know if he can get to a runoff at this point. I tell people now, I mean, I was a native Georgian, my family for a long, long time. I know it backwards and forwards. I, tell, I joke to my friends, and now that I live in Florida, when I cross into Georgia, they need to sign, change the sign and say, welcome to Georgia, the state of chaos, because the political landscape there is just completely like a zoo. I never thought I would see it spin so out of control. Uh, you have so many different demographics at work. You have so many different groups at work. You want to talk about establishment and anti-Trump? Oh, boy, it, there, there have been groups in Georgia working that for the last month and a half, two months. And I have to say, I think people not so far away from Mr. Purdue himself, I'm not talking about him, but his campaign. I, I, I've wondered, do they really want to win? Because he was not on television for the last two weeks. Now, how can you want to win? You expect the president to put the money in, but you've you got to want to win, too. That doesn't mean he can't win. I don't believe these polls are right, but I do believe that when you're bombarded by someone like Brian Kemp, who's very skilled, very polished, had a great session, legislative session, no matter how bad things were back in 2020 and thereafter, when you're bombarded on every TV station and you have no answer and your campaign's campaigning in little bitty towns where the votes aren't, it's very hard to imagine that you can pull off the sort of... Let me give the last word to, to Robert Cahaley. Robert? You know, we were just talking about how much a difference money makes. It cannot be ignored to the extent that... Uh, Purdue has been over. I mean, outspent. It, it, it's not even close. I mean, it's excess of twenty million dollars to like under four. It, it's 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 not. It's one thing to counterpunch, but it's another thing to, to counterpunch when you don't when you don't have anything. It, it it is the amount of Republicans that have come into there that you know that you have in the Republican governor spending money. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, you can certainly understand how you could be so far behind. When, when you have, are being outfit to that degree. And that I think that's been a problem since the very get-go of this thing. It's just been underfunded, and Kemp's had that expectation of an incumbent governor. And um, the only the only thing that, that, that could very well be going on out there is there could be a, a hidden Trump vote, a silent voter, who, because they're running against an establishment in Kemp, who's known to be a little vindictive, are, are hesitant to say who they're for in the polls. We've certainly seen it. 
Uh, we've seen him just not choose not to participate in polls. Uh, we saw it with uh, some Trump voters in, in 2020. So it, it, it is understandable, though, that the spending has just been out, outrageous on one side versus the other. And there's a reason that there's that kind of money. All right, both of you, we appreciate your insight into uh, all things. And uh, Matt Towery, Insider Advantage, uh, Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar, Upholsters. All right, we've got to end it right there. When we come back, we'll hit the phones toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. left-wing media bias. No stone left unturned. The Sean Hannity Show is back on the air. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Before we get to our calls, all right, so this was a nominee hearing yesterday. Uh, The question is whether or not men can be pregnant and have abortions. Good morning, and thank you to the House Judiciary Committee for inviting me to provide testimony today. My name is Amy Arambide, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a We Testify abortion storyteller and the executive director of Avow, an organization that strives for unrestricted abortion care and reproductive rights for all Texans through community building, education, and political advocacy. I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. Um, do, Do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. All right, so that's the the question and answer, and I don't know, Linda, I just don't keep up with this stuff. I'm going to be very, very honest. Is that medically possible? I do not believe that there is a biological or medical way for a man to give birth. I mean, what's what's really amazing about this, I'm, and I'm paying very, very close attention to them, so I'm watching this. And you have this Democratic witness testifying before the House Judiciary Committee on abortion rights, declaring that men can get pregnant and have abortions. And I'm like, all right, the woman's name is Amy. I can't pronounce her last name. Executive director of the abortion rights nonprofit of Al Texas was asked by Congressman Dan Bishop to define what a woman is. And she said, I believe everyone can identify for themselves. Do you believe that men can become pregnant and have abortions? And she answers yes. The remarks followed a pretty tense exchange between Bishop and another Democratic witness who was similarly asked to define what a woman is. Dr. Robinson, I noticed in your written testimony, you said you use she, her pronouns. You're a medical doctor. What is a woman? Anyway, Bishop asked Robinson, an OBGYN and board member of the Physicians Reproductive Health, I think it's all important we educate people like you about why we're doing the things that we do. And so the reason that I use she and her pronouns is because I understand that there are people who become pregnant uh, that may not identify that way. And I think it's discriminatory to speak to people or call them in, in such a way as they desire not to be called. Are you going to answer my question? He asked, I'm a woman and I will ask you, which pronouns do you use? And if you tell me that you use she and her pronouns, I'm going to respect that or how you want me to address you. I mean, what else was he supposed to say? Now, I did a little bit of research. You might be surprised, Linda. And despite the use, I didn't hear this term until yesterday and today. The term birthing persons. There is no data 
forthcoming, the federal government elected leaders have now brought in this new inclusivity language called birthing person, as opposed to pregnant woman, as opposed to mother. Apparently, it's been out there for years, but not exactly my area of expertise. I have a few comments on this. The hard question about this is when you say that someone is a birthing person or you say someone is chest feeding as opposed to breast feeding, which there have been several articles on. All right. But no, I'm asking a specific question. Can men, if they go through these surgeries, can they breastfeed a child? They cannot because the body needs the reproductive organs inside of your body to produce milk. Your body creates milk from the hormones that come from the child. For example, when a mother is breastfeeding, which I did for over a year of Liam's life, when he was a baby, I would literally produce milk because my body was timed to what he needed. I could, my body could sense when he was hungry and I would start producing milk. I'm like, I got to breastfeed him. I have to do it now. I'm full. I'm ready. Any woman who's breastfed will understand what I am talking about. Okay. I, you know what? I got to stick to my lane. Stay in my lane. I just... And and I'll be honest, I want to be respectful of people. I have no intention of just purposely going out there and offending people. Uh, we've got f- so many important issues to deal with, which we've been talking about all throughout the day. And I I, I had just never heard of that before. Um, well, I would ask, you know, how what what two people does it take to produce a child? It takes a man and a woman. It takes male organs. That, that's and female not changed. Organs. As far and as that I has know. not changed. So if there are is there are there a new set of organs that are now creating children that are reproducing or are there are there new sets of reproductive systems that are birthing children? Not that I'm aware of. Not you that can I'm call aware it anything of. you want, but it's I, still listen, the same. I think down the road this, this could be morally, ethically discussed and debated, uh, but I doubt during my time on the air. So there's no point in staying there. I'm just moving on because I know nothing about these topics. I'm just not good at it, and I'm acknowledging it all up front. These are just new terms to me. I'm just trying to understand it. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's say hi to Lindsay in California. Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Sean. I'm calling you back, and I'm here to hold you accountable to your word. Okay, what's that? You told me about a month ago, you and I chatted about California. We're down here, boots on the ground, a bunch of moms out here trying to get the red wave going, and I really feel like it's happening. You said you'd look Well, you got Elon Musk on your side. I mean, that's a pretty big step. I do have Musk on my side. You're correct. And I do think that's happening. I think a lot of people are waking up. People are paying $7 a gallon for gas. People are watching these bills come in that are terrible, that are tearing up families and education systems, and people are getting frustrated. Um, there's a lot of us moms going out. I mean, I have a big box right here of voter guides that we put together um, that were donated. I mean, thousands. Let me let me just say this. Look, I will never, ever will dampen anybody's enthusiasm and efforts to do something that they believe in and that they believe can help change this, this in this case, the state of California. Uh, I'm looking at polls that actually show in New York that Lee Zeldin is within the margin of error against Kathy Hochul, who took over for Andrew Cuomo. So is it mm-hmm. impossible? No. Is it extremely hard? Absolutely. You know, when, when, you have, when you get to the point, and this is why I think we should have paid a lot more attention to the New Jersey gubernatorial race. Uh, we paid way more attention to the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
Uh, but it was very tight. Murphy could have been defeated politically. And we didn't pay enough attention to it, and I regret it. I'm not going to take anything for granted. The problem states like New Jersey, New York, California, I'll start with those three have, is you have such high percentages of people wanting to leave. In New Jersey, it's 59% of people want out. In New York, it's over 50%. In California, I've used this example many times, it's the first time in 170 plus years that, that more Californians left the state than entered the state. And I think that trend will continue. You take a U-Haul from California, to Texas, it's going to cost you twenty five hundred, three grand. You bring it back from Texas, the same U-Haul to California. You're doing U-Haul a favor. You can get it. I, they'll last for four or five hundred. You could probably get it for three hundred, and they'll take the deal because they can't get it back fast enough. You're doing them a favor. So this mass exodus also means politically that people that have had it with the bureaucracy and the regulation and the high taxes, they're marching with their feet. So the pool of potential voters that would would vote to save the state are leaving the states does that make sense so sean i have ex- witnessed and experienced all of this um that you're discussing the uh fortunate thing for you know the red wave that's going to happen here is that we have california weather we have california beaches um it's beautiful here and i know that there are more people like me than anybody might think that were born and raised here, that love it here, that don't want to move, and that are digging their hills in and willing to fight, raise money, advocate for candidates that are lions and fighters. Um, And I've been up and down the state. Um, I've talked to hundreds of groups, like the groups that you know, that mom groups like me that we've had in our, we, we started in our town going to board meetings at the school board. We've literally, uh, I mean, it's almost like magnets. Everybody's attaching to each other. I'm talking, we have 10,000 voter guides that we've put out that we've only raised money for. Nobody spent, you know, we have, as moms, I'm a teacher. My husband's a teacher. I don't have money to raise money for candidates. But I do, I do have feet, you know, and I do have a minute. No, or two listen, I, I, again, I do not say, want to dampen your enthusiasm. I, I, yeah. You see now a transformation. I, I saw a poll today. Uh, I guess it was the Quinnipiac, or uh, yeah, it was the Quinnipiac poll. Joe Biden's approval rating with Hispanic Americans is twenty six percent. He's been losing African Americans. He's been losing Democrats. His overall approval rating is thirty two percent. And for all the reasons I outlined at the beginning of the show today, and I'll, I'll lay all of this out again on TV tonight, except visually. And I'm just telling you, it is, we are in troubled waters here. This is an extraordinarily dangerous time for this country, but it might be the very thing that wakes people up to realize that, that elections matter, p- political philosophies matter candidates matter and your involvement is imperative um i I can't say i don't i can't muster enough urgency that i feel in my mind it's a five alarm fire to save this country and that that's how important all of this is so i want to encourage you i want to thank you i want you to keep going don't ever give up fight as hard as you can and and hopefully you can make that difference. But uh, I'm going to roll along. I wish you the best, Lindsay. I really do with all my heart. Sarah is in Tennessee next. Sarah, how are you? Sean, thank you for checking my call. Thank you. 
I love Tennessee. Oh, it, it, I, I, I do too. <laughs> you got a problem. You have way too many people moving into Tennessee. Yeah, we really do, but I can see why. I mean, it's it's better place to be for sure. Um, getting to my question though, um, my mom introduced me to your show many years ago, by the way, and it's an honor to ask you this. <laughs> and I remember back when COVID was at its worst, and how whiskey distillers were making hand sanitizer, car manufacturers were making respirators. I mean, President Trump was a really busy guy tapping other companies to help fill the gaps mm-hmm. where they were. So as to help fill the needs the Americans had at the time. Well, um, here we are, fast forward, and a couple of years later, with a severe deficit in baby formula supplies, and I don't see Biden taking any of that same initiative. Um, he finally went with the defense authorization act yesterday, a little late. You, you mean like where's Operation Warp Speed in producing the baby formula? You know, what, one of the most interesting side notes is you have the best, brightest, most sophisticated engineers that work for GM, Ford, and, and all of our auto companies. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump brought them in. I know the behind-the-scenes story. They brought them in and said, we need these ventilators. you got to get moving now. And these and did, these very, and very, job. very bright engineers looked at this and said, this is not easy. This is a, a ventilator is a complicated piece of machinery. A friend of mine, it turns out, is a ventilator expert. They literally got trained in ventilators. Um, if it wasn't for him calling every hour, somebody very near and dear to me that was on a ventilator for, what, 40-some-odd days would not have survived. But it took that level of precision and expertise and commitment. To, and it literally, he, he was saying to me, it changes minute by minute, hour by hour, half hour by half hour. He said, stop calling me because I'm spending more time on the phone with you than I am doing my job. And he wasn't being mean. He, he, this man literally, his expertise saved the life. So if we can do it on a ventilator, I'm pretty darn sure Operation Warp Speed baby formula would work. I'm pretty sure of that. Of course. I mean, why isn't anybody tapping companies like, say, for example, B&G Foods, that's Green Giant, or Dole, or Dean Foods, they do dairy. Red Hill Farms, I think, does goat's milk. And then there are, of course, cereal manufacturers like General Mills, for example. And, I mean, does it really have to take a president to get that ball rolling? Because it's pretty obvious that Biden's not going to take a leadership to do that himself. So would asking other food manufacturing companies to step up like this be something for legislators to talk? about can they need to they they need to fix the problem this is a real problem we love our children and if we don't have enough baby formula we need to get it and we need to get it stat make this a priority you know get to every manufacturer and figure it out this is not we're the united states of america for crying out loud we should be able to have free fair elections with integrity and confidence in the results and we ought to be able to mass produce baby formula if there's a shortage let's get going and let's do it I, I, I don't understand the slowness, the lack of urgency. Uh, it, this, the, he's not up to the job. He's not meant for this job. He's not, he, he doesn't even know that today is, is Thursday for crying out loud. It's so frustrating to me. Um, anyway, you make a good point, Sarah. Enjoy paradise. Be grateful you're not in any of these Northeastern or, or states or California. Anyway, 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program.
Hey, did you know that children, they too, can be targets of identity theft, just like we adults? Schools and medical office data breaches are very common places where information is exposed to these cyber criminals. You have to protect your identity and your child's identity and limit how you share their social security number, find a safe location for their documents, keep your online devices free of viruses. And every day we all put our personal information at risk on the Internet. LifeLock.com, LifeLock by Norton detects all of the threats and alerts you to any potential threats that may we won't see on our own. By the way, if you become a victim of identity theft, you'll get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to fix it for you. All you have to do is join. They have a low annual rate. Go to LifeLock.com. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. If you use the promo code Hannity, you save an additional 25% off your first year. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity to save an additional 25% off your first year and protect your good name and reputation, your finances, your credit score. Lifelock.com, promo code Hannity. Digging deep, 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 deep. to expose how the government wastes your money each and every day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. That's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. The magnitude of failure of Joe Biden. We're laying out the case in full. We have the great one, Mark Levin, Lindsey Graham, Kellyanne Conway will join us tonight. Uh, also, big developments in the Durham trial in the case of Sussman. We'll tell you about that. Uh, Alina, uh, one, one of President Trump's attorneys, and Greg Jarrett will weigh in. And Adam Carolla, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. 
And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.